know what time it is. It's the PB What's up, church? It's your friendly neighborhood, PB, and we are back and better for episode five of the PB Show. <laughs> Listen, I am so excited that you're here. And if it's your first time here, I want to say welcome to the family. We want nothing more than for each episode to bring you closer and closer to Jesus. That being said, let's get started. So today we're going to be tackling how to defeat thoughts that fester. Come on, somebody. So many of us are dealing with being our own worst critic. We don't need an enemy because we are our own enemy. Whether it's doubting our capabilities, shortening God's hand over our life, wrestling with our past, fighting against insecurities, dealing with suicidal thoughts, or even defeating bad influences leading to bad life decisions. Can I ask you to do something weird? <laughs> Listen, I know that this is just a podcast and I can't really see you, but trust me. I want you to sway your head really hard side to side. Come on. You got it. I'm waiting. Go ahead. You got it. <laughs> sway it back side to side. The person you're driving next to is probably thinking that you're rocking to some music right now. <laughs> but did you notice what the rest of your body was doing when you swayed your head left to right? Wherever your head went, your body followed. Can I share this with you? The devil will attack you mentally first because he understands that if he can get in your head, the rest of you will follow. Check this out. In Genesis chapter three, right? Satan, the devil came to the garden of Eden. He tells Eve that she should eat the fruit of the tree of good and evil. And Eve said, God told her and Adam not to eat it. Satan then proceeds to say that the fruit was very good. He told Eve it would make her wise, that she would know good and evil. Eve then chose to eat the fruit. So the devil was able to convince her. And in doing so, she became his puppet to do his work. The word of God never says that the fruit was handed to Eve. And it never says that Satan helped Eve chew it. Come on, somebody. Sin entered the world first through the rebellion of the mind. A decision was made and the body followed through. These thoughts that you are wrestling with are not coming out of the blue. These thoughts are sent to you with a purpose behind the package. They were intentionally created to convince you to step outside of the will of God over your life so that you do not fully experience the freedom that God's word has to offer. But today you are getting out of your head. But how, PB? How do I defeat these thoughts that keep me stuck? Let's talk about it. How many PB show listeners love to cook? Hey, I, I see you with your arroz con habichuela, with your curry chicken, with your creme brulee. <laughs> Listen, I love to cook. I make the best Captain Crunch cereal you've ever had. Just ask my wife. It's bomb. I had this friend in high school. She loved to cook. She was Spanish, so a lot of her food was fried. Well, every time I said hi to her and gave her a hug, the strongest smell, like I'm talking strong, <laughs> the strongest smell of fried food would just attack my nose. It was so strong that in my head, I was like, oh, you, you had steak and potatoes last night. <laughs> like I would literally know what she ate the night before, but that's because she loved the kitchen. If you're familiar with cooking, the longer you stay in the kitchen, the smell of what you're cooking would be embedded into not only your clothes, but your hair. 
So if you didn't change or if you didn't shower, you would take that smell everywhere. But for this to happen, you'd have to spend a significant time in the kitchen. There's this word that if you cook, you're familiar with, and it's the word marinate. To marinate is just another way of saying to let it soak. And I know what you're thinking. PB just became like Gordon Ramsay on the podcast. But listen, I promise I'm going somewhere with this. When you're cooking and you're putting your spices and your seasoning on what you're cooking, you let your seasoning sit on it for a long time. The longer you let it sit there, the deeper the ingredients will go and it'll taste better. This process is called marinating. Here's the thing. Many of you are marinating in thoughts. The longer you spend dissecting these festering thoughts, the deeper they go into your soul, making it difficult to extract. This is how strongholds are made. You're giving too much time to the wrong things. The more time you give, the greater opportunity arises for the enemy to convince you to step outside of the will of God. Come on, somebody. You see, if Eve would have cut the conversation, she would have not been convinced. It's what you do with the conversation in your mind that will determine the outcome each time. What I'm trying to say is get out of the kitchen. When these thoughts come, because they will, you only have two decisions to make. The first being to respond to it. The second being to fall for it. Check this out. Second Corinthians 10 5 says this. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. So let's break this verse. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. Arguments are not always with another person, but rather it is the conversation found within ourselves. Then the verse begins to say that things will set itself up against the knowledge of God, which leads me to believe two things. One, that thoughts will come. And two, these thoughts that come are coming with a purpose to set itself up against the knowledge of God. The verse then begins to tell us to take captive every thought and make it obedient to Christ. So the Bible is telling us what to do with these thoughts when they come. To take captive is just another word to say to take control. You see, when two wrestlers are wrestling, right, and they're both trying to win, the objective isn't to get rid of the other wrestler, but rather to position yourself where only you have control. So when you are wrestling with these thoughts, it's not about getting rid of them, but it's what you do with them. Take control of each thought and make it obedient to Christ. Let me remind you that battling mentally is normal and expected. You see, David had a Goliath. Daniel had the lion's den. Jesus had the cross. There are going to be some things that you have to place into submission. And today you are putting your mind back into submission. But how do I take captive of every thought and how do I make it obedient to Christ? I'm going to leave you with this. Number one is to cut the conversation short. Do not marinate on these thoughts because what you feed can only get bigger. Ask yourself, what am I feeding? So the moment you start thinking on these things that you should not cut the conversation short, if Eve would have cut the conversation short, she would have not been convinced to step outside the will of God. Number two is this, have a response. 
You see, one of the greatest aspects of God's word and knowing God's word is that for every lie presented to you, there is a truth that has the power and the authority to break that lie. So whatever it is you are hearing that is making you a slave to its lie, present the truth and watch your chains fall. For instance, when the enemy highlights your faults and your insecurities, verbally remind him that Psalms 139.14 says, I will praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Come on, somebody. When he tries to convince you that it's over for you and for your life, remind him of Philippians 1.6, where it says, I am certain that God who began a good work within you will continue his work until it is finally finished on the day when Christ Jesus returns. When he reminds you of your financial struggles, remind him of Philippians 4.19, where it says that my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches in glory in Christ. Listen, I wasn't going to keep going with examples, but I feel like I'm speaking to somebody right now. If he tries to remind you of your past, remind him of his future. You have to have a response and take captive every thought and make it obedient to Christ. Number three is this, get out of the kitchen and go to a different room. Listen, I'm not telling you not to cook. <laughs> what I mean about this is that before, when these thoughts would fester in your mind, you would give it the most valuable thing on this earth, which is time. So now that you've cut the conversation short and you're responding correctly, right? You now have more what? Time. Use that time that you would have otherwise spent marinating on the thoughts that once festered and have a godly conversation. This can be with your accountability partner, with a leader, with a trusted family member, or even just in a secret place with God. But invest that time to grow because that same time was once used to defeat you. And number four, which is probably the most important, is to keep repeating the last three steps. Strongholds are called strongholds for a reason. The grip is tough, but the freedom is not far. Celebrate progress as you slowly regain that freedom of your mind. These thoughts have been festering for a long time and it's now that you will no longer be a slave to them. But remember, we all fall short of the glory of God. Let me remind you that 2 Corinthians 12, 9 through 11 says this, my grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in what? Weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why for Christ's sake, I delight in my weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, and in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong because he will try to manipulate you. He will try to discourage you and bring doubt to you every time you fall. But there is a correct response that will break the power of the lie presented to you. Hey, listen, I hope today's quick episode brought you closer and closer to Jesus. Thank you so much so much for giving me the time to speak life into you. Man, freedom of the mind is one of the greatest things you can have and one of the greatest biblical truths that's presented to us is that God has came to give us life and life in abundance if you don't know Jesus or maybe you've grown far from him I want to give you the opportunity today to accept him as your Lord and Savior 
I say this every week because this is the greatest and biggest decision you'll ever make. Today can be your day to change everything. Your eternity is on the line. And today I pray that you choose God's love. If that's you, wherever you are, or even if you're a frequent listener, I think this is a prayer that we should all make daily. So please help me and repeat this prayer out loud with me. Father God, I accept you as my Lord and Savior. As of today, I live for you. Wash my sins away with your blood and make me new. I believe in your death, in your resurrection, and in your second coming. Write my name in the book of life that I may spend eternity with you. In the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, and in the name of the Holy Spirit, and their church of God says, Amen. Come on, church. You know, this is my favorite, favorite part of the podcast because every time somebody chooses Jesus, the word of God says that there is a celebration. There is a party in heaven. So if you made that decision today, I want to congratulate you and say you've made the best decision of your entire life. Nothing, nothing, nothing will ever be the same. But listen, I got to leave you with these three things. Make sure that you find a church, Find a godly friend and find your Bible. And hey, people show listeners, in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. This is the day that the Lord has made. And I ain't gonna let it slip away. I'm gonna be joyful. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. I'm gonna be I got the feeling that you get when you get new kicks Bell ringing on the last day of singing, yeah High-fiving everybody, but we out of here Today, today So fast, life comes and goes Make it last, best slow your road They don't take it as a choice, but you gotta know that Today's the day This is the day that the Lord has made And I ain't gonna let it slip away, nah I'm gonna be joyful Actually, I just remembered um, I can actually, I know how to make rice I know how to make a rice It's with a rice cooker, but hey, you know, come on Yes I am, yes I am I'm gonna be joyful Today, today